0: All right, let me turn up the desktop audio. All right, all right, all right. Lady and gen- ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Jarek LG. This is episode one of Zed Daily. And we've got someone who, like, brought me up into the Zed community, so I had to repay the favor. We got Golden Glow Master, a.k.a. All-In Racing, or All-In Gaming. How you doing, sir? All right, it's out. I'm pretty good, bro. I'm pretty good. So to start it off, I just wanted to ask you, how did you get into Zed Run?
1: Well, um... It was a New York Times article, um when billions King Beaver Shop sold billions. That's what uh got me into Zed. And so that's that's where I would start. Uh that's where with put Zed on my radar, I should say. It was the New York Times article with King Bieber Shop selling billions. And then after that, um Poseidon. Poseidon. Poseidon led me to Doofy, Doofy led me to the Pony Plug, and then Pony Plug led me to Sean Versailles, and then Sean led me to MJ, and then that's when I started streaming.
0: Okay, so you kind of bounced around from the, after the New York Times article? Mm-hmm. So what was the intrigue from the New York Times article? Was it that you could race these horses and own them, or was it the price that Billions was sold for?
1: The price that Billions was sold for. <laughs> There's no, no really getting around that.
0: Okay. Okay. So now when you got into Zed, did you view it as an investment or an entertainment vehicle? Both. Both? Yeah, both. I was, uh, I was going through, what was it? Um, some
1: type of depression, I want to say, I guess not depression, but, um, discouragement because I'm a game developer, a, a game developer, and I was getting discouraged with my own game. Um, you know, I'm solo diving and, um, running into a lot of bugs and as i'm running into these bugs it's um making me get discouraged because it took me a while to solve some of them so i needed something to uh distract myself and that run became a distraction
0: and would you say uh it's kind of fixed your problems or helped you with your depression a little bit
1: um no nah. <laughs> no nah. nah not really not yet gave me a new addiction might have what i should have might have wanted to cho- choose alcohol or something i don't know uh, but
0: <laughs> i think uh maybe if you win a tournament or something or get a little bit of money that might change it around a little bit yeah so uh what was your first horse Whew. hot spur one word terrible horse
1: terrible horse I thought it was because uh, I got in all you can buy horses on was Matic. Matic OpenSea, not OpenSea. And we were just trying everybody who was getting in was just trying to buy a horse, period. And I ended up being one of the first people that found out you can buy on OpenSea. And so what I was doing was I sold my horse hotspur for a profit, because people were just trying to buy horses. And then I bought another horse. It was a Z68 pacer named Purple Beater. I sold that horse for a profit. Then I went into uh Open and started buying horses on Open and then flipping them on Matic Open for a higher profit. I was trying to flip my way up to a Genesis horse, but they opened it, they they opened up Open and shut down the Matic. Mm. And so everybody swift uh, uh moved over there.
0: So when you got into Zed Run, the only place to buy a horse at that time was within the Zed Run marketplace? No, it was this place called
1: Matic.OpenSea. Hmm. It was like an extension of um, OpenSea. It, 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 uh, it was just something different. I don't know if you can find it. Let's see. Hold on. And then I'll send a link to you.
0: But this was its own marketplace to where like is there other stuff on Only it? Zed horse is there. Only that was it. Zed. Wow. Uh yeah, I can't
1: find it. They they took it down.
0: So did you have a strategy when buying that first horse, or did you just say, like, hey, I like the color of this horse, or I like the bloodline, or I like the genotype? What did you what intrigued you about that first horse?
1: Um, it was the only horse I could buy. Mm. <laughs> that was it. You couldn't buy anything else. It was all on this little website called Matic. And it was like a hundred and fifty bucks or something like that. Or two hundred dollars. I sold it for three hundred, got another one, and just kept going back and forth. I, I lost like a hundred dollars racing that horse. It was like a brother main event on the father's side. So I was like, it's gotta be good. It's Z twenty two at Like I was just looking at the bloodline at that time.
0: Mm. Um did you ever win a race with that horse? What? Uh your first horse did you ever Hotspur? win? Hotspur? Yeah.
1: Hotspur still hasn't run a won a race.
0: Okay. I don't think Purple Beaver
1: I don't think Purple Beater won a race. My third horse was a horse named Piston Broke, and I was happy because when I bought her, like the second race she won. I raced another a t- hundred times and didn't get another victory, so
0: <laughs> how did it feel winning that first race?
1: It was great. You know, it was exciting. Probably not as good as uh, when you won um, with your first race with diamonds and stuff, but it was good. I, I mean, started learning what I was doing after that, though.
0: Right, right. I mean, and it gives you it gives you the hope, right? It's like, okay, man, maybe I got something on my hands. Let me go test it out at this distance. Let me go test it out at this distance. So it's it's nice to win those first races. Yes. Um, how do you explain Zed to your friends and family?
1: I try. I I, I don't anymore because they don't listen. So. I get them all. I get them the whole thing. I get them like a real beginner's guy. Nobody wants to listen, so I'm like, okay. If I get rich, I'm I'm not sharing sure a fucking thing because mm-hmm. we could have came in with some serious money. How I could have reinvest. Guys- I would I would have reinvested some more money, but shit, uh, I can't even get my girlfriend to buy a buy a horse. Not or, yet. She ain't going to.
0: Hey, Christmas is around the corner. You can give horses out as presents. You know.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing that.
0: hey you never know you give him a good horse it's a good horse and she's like all right we can flip this or we can race it or what
1: yeah i ain't doing that so
0: when you you kind of have a funny story about um getting uh trying to get your friends into zed around the terror drop could you tell us about that uh why did everybody like
1: hearing about when i was about to get beat up and (laughs) well all right so what happened was um I got a bunch of coworkers in really, really early. I I bought my first horse maybe two weeks before the terror drop, or a week before the terror drop. There was a mega drop like right, like I could have got in the last, If I'd have got in a set like a couple of days earlier, I could have got in on the um the mega drop. I did, I missed it, and so the terror drop. I bought a horse. I was showing my friends racing these horses. I've shown them. Buying and flipping and trading and they they were liking it, you know. And then uh, but they ain't no shit about Bitcoin or Ethereum and nothing like that. And I'm like an old like I got a hot dog cart in the past, opened up business off of what I earned in Bitcoin. And so, um I I was already familiar with MetaMask, had CryptoKitties crypto kitties that just came in when I got out because Bitcoin had that explosive rise from I want to say about $975 to about 11,000 and then it dropped to 3,000 during that time frame. I got out at 7,000 and I had a whole bitcoin. I wish I still would have kept that thing cuz I'd be 60 grand or something like that. And so I got a hot dog card. Everybody knew about that stuff. We all knew about bitcoin and so I broke down the horse racing thing. I showed them a couple of Poseidon videos and stuff. And so I got about 20 people to buy in. And we are all at, on my works internet during the terror drop trying to buy a horse. None of us got one. Not one of us. We didn't know about Discord and stuff like that. I ain't not even used it. I, Like I found out about Discord the day after the terror drop. Mm. Like I knew about Discord, but Discord to me is something for like gaming. Like if we're gonna play a game and it doesn't have voice chat in it. So that's what Discord means to me or it was a community like for Unreal developers. Like if I sh- ever pulled up my Discord, you'd see it's all different Unreal game development communities. And now a bunch of these, uh me constantly reporting spam now for uh, people. But anyway, getting back into the story, um. I got them all into it. None of us got a horse. Everybody wanted to fuck me up, uh, everybody, and it was because nobody got a horse. And then we start seeing, like, I pull up the the, the activities to see one stable got 43 freaking horses, 43 horses, and they and they bought nothing but buterins, and that's all we were going for was buterins. Like I wanted a finny, couldn't get nothing, cause. Most of us were either on the third or the fourth drop, the third or fourth wave, and so that's that. Coincidentally, that's also when I got banned from uh that general the next day. Cause uh if you if you go up, anybody can Google it. Uh, the thing where it was um the list for the stables that got all the excess horses. That was me who put that up. I put that whole list up and then read, that's when I came in the Discord was like, so what the fuck happened?
0: And did they ever explain what happened? Why were those people to get, able link to sharing. get so many?
1: Link sharing and getting in on multiple waves.
0: Nobody shared a link with you?
1: I didn't, I only messed with my peoples at work. Mm. I wasn't on Discord or nothing like that. I was in Poseidon's Facebook group and Poseidon himself came out and was like, if anybody link shares, I'm kicking them. And so, yeah.
0: Okay. I didn't know. Okay.
1: And I don't even think that's right. Like all those people who did that shit, like we talk about all the good that the Zed community is, but there's a lot of fucking scumbags in there too. Right. Right. Not like that's a scummy move. I'd have had twenty more stables, possibly, in the Zed community, if more more people at my job would have got fucking horses. Then who knows how many people they would have got horses. To get in and whatnot you
0: know so yeah it seems like zed didn't really think that out i mean like even though you say hey don't share this link you gotta know people are gonna share it right yeah were you able ever able to get any of those people that wanted to beat you back up back into zed no nah. none of i them? literally uh the the way i got out the ass whooping was i paid
1: everybody gas fees to get their uh convert their ETH weath back to ETH and then um to send it back to like Binance or coinbase or whatnot
0: so how much did that, that cost six, you
1: six or seven hundred bucks all together for everybody
0: and that's a couple genesis horses back at that time right buterans
1: and maybe i think you could get a z8 at that time for like six or seven hundred
0: okay okay so uh no luck on bringing anybody any of those guys back into Z at the moment Nah, nothing yet. All right, well maybe maybe in the future. We'll just give it some time and they'll come back. I wanted to ask you, what did you think about the inaugural Zed Run tournament? I thought it
1: was, I thought it was great. It was uh, like an injection of fresh energy, um, something positive to look forward to. I was really, I I was rooting for Poseidon anyway. If you remember, I was like, well, I think insane is gonna win it, <laughs> and I. And he, I don't even think he got out the first round or whatever. And then, uh, at the end, when that horse, um, figured it out, got fire in three races, I was like, he's going to win. And I couldn't believe like, uh, cause I, I was moving yesterday, moving more stuff back. And I saw, I was trying to watch zombie stream, but my, I was buffering the whole time on my phone for some freaking reason. And, um, I don't know if they said oh this horse got three three fires from 1600 2000 and 2200. Like yeah, that's That's a win. And in those races it finished first, second and third and those those three podiums got him to win.
0: Yeah. That, that was, it was exciting to watch. It was definitely cool to watch. Um What do you think they could fix from what do you, what, what what could they learn from this first tournament moving on to the second one in 2 weeks because personally I think uh The best horses should not be going against each other in the quarterfinals. Like, you don't want to see Princess of Power and Grandeur and Breathless Edge. Like, you're never going to see those in, like, a March Madness-type bracket. You're not going to see Duke play North Carolina round one. You're going to want to see that in the finals so you can get all the sponsorship ad revenue around that. That's just my thoughts on that. But what would you like to see fixed for this second tournament?
1: Well, exactly what you just said, you got to realize they're not American. We, we grew up every year, March Madness, I think that's the biggest sporting event in the entire uh, uh, forest, you know, whether you like hockey with the Frozen Four, or baseball, it's all ran the same way. And we, we've we been doing that as long as I can remember, because I remember when I was the kid, it was 32 teams and then it moved to 64. I think they're talking about extending it to 108 or something like that. I can't remember. And so, uh, you know, we're used to doing stuff like that, that they, they just wanted to get the tournament out the window. I don't think they thought, of, I think they just put it all in an RNG and seeded it that way. Cause it did go through a distance, a
0: distance funnel or whatnot. Yeah. It was, it was, it was interesting to watch. It was especially interesting. The place rate for the middle run horses compared to the sprinters and the distance horses, it was, it was so much lower. Mm-hmm. Um, agree. what, what, So I've heard that that is just because there's no distance preference at 1600 meters and you're just going off a horse's raw base ability. So it's just going to be by inches. Someone will scratch someone out of first, second or third.
1: Yes. And that didn't belong with like 1800 and 2000 and 2200 are closer together. Just like 24 and 2200. Like most of the time, if you have a 2000 a horse whose distance preference is 2,000. It's either – its other distance preference is going to be either 2,200 and 1,800. It's not going to be – you know what I mean? It's it, it, it's weird the way it was designed. It was almost designed, like, by somebody who doesn't play the game or doesn't race horses. And if you don't race horses and you don't play the game, it's very, very, very difficult for um, – it's very difficult for you to actually design a game. And as MJ just saying, uh, they didn't want it to keep it class-based and to get a base for, for the ELO. I don't know, because we don't have an ELO now. They All they did was change the, the, the amount of money for the buy-in. Uh, and ELO is gonna be very difficult to implement in this game if it's supposed to be about discovery. They know everything, or the database knows everything. It knows exactly how, how your horse is gonna perform upon birth. And so, like, what's that what's what's an ELO system really going to help out if you just got a shitty horse? Like, I got one of the worst horses on the platform named Things Done Change. And we've had races, we've had donkey races in, in in the in the Discord where people's like, I got a worse donkey than you do. I said, like, No, you don't. <laughs> No, you know, and I, I I put it in races with other people's donkeys, and guess who finished last? <laughs> so yeah, it's like uh, uh, how how where would that horse fall? or horses like that in an Elo system?
0: Do you think they do Elo by uh distance instead of doing it uh instead of as like an overall rating? Do you think they rate you by your distance?
1: Um, uh, I have no clue. I I haven't really thought of how to do an Elo system. I thought like I'm I still don't have a problem with the class system. I just think there needs to be more classes and with the um what they have now a minimum that that would be my solution.
0: So you kind of touched on the uh, the rejigging of the class system. How do you feel about that update? And for anybody that's watching this in the future, Zed just came out. And they, they reject the class system to where class one, you're only racing. The minimum buy-in is $10 to 500 class two, I believe is $5 to 50. And then you go on, uh, as you go lower down classes, it's lower dollar buy-ins. And then, uh, the highest entry fee is lower. So how do you feel about the current updated class system?
1: I don't have a problem with it. That was kind of something, uh, myself and Dan Chan proposed. Um, what I do have a problem with though is they took away the free racing completely. That's because there are people like, not myself, but there are people who free race and that's all they do. You know, they bought their horse and all they do is free racing. And so the free racing is completely gone. Now I understand what they had um, was for people to down class and whatnot like they they shouldn't have did it that way or whatever like um honestly um just going back in hindsight because hindsight is 2020 if they were going to have free races that were just for the tournament it should have had no bearing on what you could do in the class it shouldn't give, shouldn't reward or take away class points it should have just been exactly what for the tournament and i don't know if they could implement something like that but that's how i would have implemented the the free racing for the tournament
0: So you couldn't have, so what you're saying is if you would have raced a class one free race, even if you lost, you wouldn't be able to down tank. And if you won, you wouldn't be able to gain class points. You would just move in the qualifications of the tournament. Yes. Gotcha. I gotcha. And it just been tournament only. And would you have not, what, one thing that a lot of people were pissed off about is that they dropped free races before the tournament. So people had like a 24 hour window window to down class. How'd you feel about that?
1: Well, I I tweeted it out. They promoted downclassing. They completely promoted downclassing for that specific tournament. And they can't even, like, say otherwise. You can't. It's impossible to say otherwise. Because you put the free racing out a day before the tournament qualifiers would start. (laughs) You had to know people were going to downclass. Like, I think Princess of Power and LBJ go down class to class 5 in a day. Yeah. Wow. Well they were in they were only in class 3. Arbitrage uh completely kept it for uh class 3. And so my proposal would be um the free racing let it stay but like I said um if you're not going to reward a prize pool Make it more of a practice mode. It's not gonna give you points and it's not gonna take away points. And you could just race for fun.
0: I think that's a great idea. I think not losing class points or not gaining class points, even if you're not racing for money. I did like I did like the free races with the maiden event because it gave us a horse to figure out or it gave us a chance to figure out where our horses raced efficiently. Mm-hmm. Now it's still free races. Like if you go into a paid race, you might not pull flames if you're consistently pulling them in free races, but at least you know, hey, my horse has a chance of being strong at this distance. And you didn't just lose a hundred bucks in that process. Um, yes. I think heroin had a question. Uh, he said the qualifying period was too long and I a hundred percent agree with that. I think it should just be like a weekly. What do you think? See,
1: I liked it that long out. I liked it that far out, but that's just me. I did actually, cause I, it, it was something, it, it was like a breath of fresh air onto the platform. Like I, I literally test tried to get each and every one of my horses into the tournament, which I think I have about eight now, eight or nine, and I tried all nine of them over that 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 time period. And I don't know if Heroin, who has like three hundred horses, if he tried to get all of his horses in. But Heroin, could you get all your Could you get all your horses to thirty races in a week period? are all the horses that you wanted to try without that time frame because there are people who have lots and lots and lots and lots of lots of horses
0: i didn't consider that i didn't think about like yeah if you don't make qualifying long enough if people that have these massive stables might not be able to get a chance to race all of those horses
1: yeah i haven't tried my worst donkey to get them in so
0: (laughs) you think 30 races was a good number yes i agree i agree because uh I kind of messed up and I raced like too much because the stamina, it was saying I had stamina, like a hundred percent stamina, but I had to go back and clear my cache when I really had like 85% stamina. So I kind of fucked yeah. up three races, which those you lose in one or two or three races and you're out. Yeah. So you got the breeders cup coming up, correct?
1: Yes. I'm releasing the roll set in about seven hours.
0: Do you want to tell the people what the Breeders' Cup is and what your plans are with it?
1: All right, so um, the Digital Breeders' Cup is something that we put together uh, as a, a bunch of content creators, Heroin's in here. He he was involved with helping design it. Um, uh, Lucky Jack, myself, MJ Stables, um, the entire Pony Plug. Um, Sean from Sean Versailles had a couple ideas to add to it. Um, Lacy of Glue Racing had some. It's just a bunch of content creators. And so, what the basic idea was, it's you breed your own horse. So, you have to own the mare or you mint your own horse. Basically, it's always going to tell you who minted the horse. If you go on OpenSea, you're going to see who minted the horse. And as long as you mint the horse, then you bred the horse. And so, what it is, it's very similar to the maiden, except this time you have had to have a. a Minted the horse yourself. You couldn't just go buy a UU horse and then race it. And so it's to test out your breeding theories. And it's going to be a long. It, it, this is also going to be about a two-week tournament. But the Koala, quali- you can have, you can only have raced about ten times. Not about. You can only have raced your horse ten times. That's so. I would uh, expect people to race nine nine races, and one in, for the Griffey. That way you can nine races is as many um, distances there are. Or you can only, you know, it's not 10 races or less total. Okay. And that way you can see what you got and you can choose which horse you bred. If you breed multiple horses to put in the tournament, because you can see some heat, you can run it against some of your other horses. You know, you can see exactly where you think it falls at and within those 10 races.
0: And so do you wanna explain the token system to us a little bit? Because uh, anybody that's coming from the zombie racing system, we had to mint mm-hmm. a token. And for some tournaments, mm-hmm. you have to have the same bloodline and color uh, for that token. And when you went and minted a token, you didn't get a specific horse. So if you have a Nakamoto, uh, you may have pulled a Buterin token. So how are you guys gonna do your minting process on the uh, on stuff? Okay.
1: okay, so this goes back. This is the complete and total advice, right? Breed breed the horses that you want to run and then go buy the tokens because you can specifically buy uh, a Nakamoto Legendary, you can specifically buy a Buterin Legendary, a Zabo Legendary, you get to buy the exact token that you're looking for. And then there's one for elite and lower. So you can specific, you will be able to specifically buy the token that you're looking to mint. And so race so uh, like my advice would be if you know you're gonna do the Nakamoto legendary or Nakamoto exclusives or something only buy nakamoto exclusive tokens and however many horses you plan on running from there like if you're only gonna run buterin legendaries or buterin exclusives you you only buy those tokens and it's a tiered buy-in um uh, because we we all know and understand Nakamoto legendaries probably will be one of the strongest races in the tournament and so it's, it's going to cost you a little bit more to buy from a Nakamoto Legendary. It starts at 160 and drops all the way down to 160 for a Nakamoto Legendary and then $45 for an Elite Buterin, $105 for a Nakamoto Elite is the buy-in and everything in between. So like a Butte Legendary is $85 and a Butte Exclusive is $50.
0: And then I believe we have a question in chat. Uh, would you do that breed if you could? Oh, uh, I think that might be, they might be talking to each other in chat. Um, so what are the, what's the prize pool for the Breeders' Cup? That's also going to be a tiered buy-in
1: based off of, uh, based off of, uh, um, how, how can I put it? It's going to be a, a tiered buy-in. Like if there's a bunch of Nakamoto, if there's 50 Nakamoto legendaries, then that, that prize pool is going to be broken for the Nakamoto legendaries. And it, it, depending on who's running where, that's where the prize pool, every because it's bracketed like ND, uh, NCAA, uh, exactly how we were just talking about. The Nak legendaries are going to go into one specific spot so we get the best Nak legendary. The Nak exclusives are going into one specific spot so that we get um, the best Nakamoto exclusive. The best uh, Zabo legendary and the best Zabo exclusive and Finny legendary and Finny exclusive. And then what's gonna happen is um as the bracket gets smaller, the best knock legend- legendary is gonna face off against the best knock best knock exclusive. And then the best Zabo exclusive is gonna face off against the best Zabo legendary and vice versa, all the way to the Finny and Buterin. And then the not knock- the best knock faces the best Zabo and the best Finny faces the best Buterin, and then the best of the best match up. And then Boom, that's just for the exclusives. And meanwhile, the elite and the cross, because cross and under, cross and pacer, the buy-in for cross and pacer is only um, thirty-five dollars, or excuse me, forty dollars. Whether it's a Nakamoto, a um, Zabo, a Buterin, or a, a, a Finny, and they're gonna have their own specific tournament to go in addition with the elites which it's elite and lower are going to run in their own tournament. And then the winner of that tournament faces off against the winner of the legendary exclusive tournament to be titled grand champion.
0: Gotcha. So the best of each bloodline will finally make it to the grand final race where it'll be every bloodline. And then the winner from there is the winner.
1: Uh, The winner faces the best of the, the crossing the elite cross and pacer tournament. And then that winner is this uh, is the grand champion
0: okay and then you said this uh w- when will the breeders cup start uh december 2nd december 2nd all right guys mark your calendars mark your calendars well thank you the for to go ahead uh, i was gonna say the mint
1: for that is gonna start next week next for week? the for the breeders cup uh what happened with uh my artist uh he bailed on me last minute he took a, he took a a bigger job i'm not gonna say what but he took a bigger job so i have to I have to have an artist for the tokens
0: are you still working on that process right now
1: yeah i'm still i'm still looking through artists i'm waiting to get in contact with uh stanley studios maybe to see if he can help me with a um uh a making the tokens and yes anyone can mint for the breeders cup uh bot lady
0: how are you gonna do minting are you planning on uh no, i'm minting with- on a zombie site smart 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 that's very smart and so you run Z news network every sunday night s- can you give me the time 9 30 central 9 p.m eastern time 9 p.m eastern time so can you just go into a little bit of what zed news network is and your plans What's for the up? future uh
1: mj and myself and Z- zed insight uh shout out to mj in the chat uh and shout out to Zed Insight, because I know he'll probably watch that another time. Um, what that is, is we just cover the news on Zed. Uh, we have a bi-weekly news show that's every other Monday where we just go over everything that's taking place in Zed, including like the the floor prices on everything. And then um, the Inside Zed run is, we we take people like yourself, stable owners, people like Bot Lady or Heroin, and we interview them and just get their story, like how you asked me my story.
0: Awesome. So who do you guys uh, have coming on this next week? And you guys also do bi-weekly shows. So when can we uh, catch those?
1: Well, next Monday would be the next Zed Run bi-weekly news. And next Monday, I think it's uh, 9 o'clock Central Time.
0: Awesome. And you guys are on Twitch at Zed News Network. And then you are on Twitter at All in All Gaming, correct?
1: Yes. All right. All in all, go. Uh, you can look it up as Golden Glow Master. I did finally change my name on Twitter because I, I was getting hassled. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, you know, it's. pick one of the three. You'll come up with all those. But uh, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it. You gave me my leg up in the community, so I just wanted to pay it back. So thank you very much, bro.
1: Thank you. But I didn't give you your uh, leg up. You made videos, and I wanted to interview you after seeing your videos.
0: Hey, you know, you gave me a little boost, so I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> all right. All right, man. Have a good day. You as well.